106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Welcome back to the show. Uh, first episode of November, and I got lots of movies to talk about, a little bit of TV, and one piece of news. So without further ado, let's get into it. Um, so yeah, only one piece of news this week, just because I wasn't really paying attention to like pop culture news or anything like that, and anything like that was kind of, you know... Um, pushed aside by all the election stuff, all the election election craziness. Um, so yeah, the only piece of news I have is that Johnny Depp uh, was asked to step down uh, by Warner Brothers from Fantastic Beasts 3 um, after Johnny Depp lost his court case uh, and is basically labeled a wife beater now. Um I don't want to get into the drama of it just because, like, I don't have all the facts right out in front of me, but it's just a messy situation, and if you don't know about it, just go look it up with John Johnny Depp, Amber Heard, Warner Brothers, and all that. It's definitely a shit show, but as far as I know, Amber Heard still is going to be in Aquaman 2, as far as I know. Um, So, yeah, we'll see what ends up happening with that. Um, next thing I want to talk about, let's just do TV first, because there's more movies than TV to talk about. Um, the first thing is The Mandalorian Season 1. I actually never ended up talking about Mandalorian on the podcast, or this first season. Um, so I thought I might as well do it now. Um, since Season 2 is starting to come out, um... I'm also going to review the first two episodes without spoilers, um, <clears throat> but yeah. So, season one of Mandalorian, and this is a Disney Plus show, for those of, those of you if you're not familiar with The Mandalorian, um, but I'm sure a lot of people are familiar, because Baby Yoda is such a cultural phenomenon. Um, but yeah, the first season is... Is it eight or nine episodes? I think it might be eight. Yeah, it's eight episodes. Um, and they're about 40-ish, 30, like 35, 40-ish minutes each. Um, and it's basically a Star Wars TV show um, set in the Star Wars universe, except, uh, honestly, each episode is feels like the production of a movie the digital effects in this and all the effects in general that they use just looks very good in this. Um, I also really enjoy the soundtrack. Excuse me. I also enjoy the soundtracks and, um, like the theme and all that, like the music and the show overall is really cool. 
and sometimes each episode kind of has like a different variation of the theme, um, which I find pretty cool. Um, but yeah, uh, the thing I would call this, like if I were to try to categorize it is definitely like a space Western. Imagine like Red Dead Redemption, but in space, (laughs) Uh, you have the character of Mandalorian, of Mando, the Mandalorian, um, and their Kree are people called, well, Mandalorians, and they wear these suits of armor um, made of Beskar, which is a, like a metal um, in, inside of this show. Or inside of this universe, rather. Um, And that's what the Mandalorians use as their armor. They also have helmets, and they never take them off. Um, In front of people, at least. They take them off to, like, you know, eat and and shit like that. But other than that, nobody sees their face. And they're supposed to be these badass warriors. Um, But yeah. Mando is a bounty hunter and is part of something called the Guild, which is basically just like a, a, not like a group, but like a culture, not a culture. What's the word I'm thinking of? I don't know. Like a big group, group of people, big club of people um, that are all bounty hunters. And, yeah, he's he's a pretty badass bounty hunter. He's like John Wick, pretty much. Um, but, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I'm going to, like, kind of spoil some of season one, but, like, not really. I'm just going to talk a lot about, like, Baby Yoda and stuff. Obviously, Baby Yoda shows up and... Um, Mando kind of takes him under his wing, and yeah, it's it is. It, I I don't want to say that Baby Yoda kind of like steals the show, but a lot of times he kind of does. <laughs> Not in a bad way though. He just like adds to moments when they're a little slow sometimes. Mm. But yeah, I love Baby Yoda actually put a poll out on my Instagram saying uh, which one is cuter, Baby Yoda or Baby Groot. And honestly, I would say Baby Groot. But, um, or not, no, not Baby Groot, Baby Yoda. Um, yeah, I would say Baby Yoda's cuter. Because every time I watch an episode, I'm just like, oh my god, Baby Yoda's so cute. Um, I actually have a little Baby Yoda, uh, not like a stuffed animal, it's more like a, because the head is like hard plastic or something, but it's cute, um, but yeah, I really love the first season, um, there's an episode with Bill Burr in it, and that's definitely my favorite episode, maybe because I'm biased and love Bill Burr, or maybe it's just really a great episode overall, but yeah, if you like Star Wars, you're going to love this. 
And if you don't like the sequel Star Wars movies, um, then you're going to like this because it's nothing like those. It really is its own thing. Um, yeah, and it's uh, created by John Favreau, which if you don't know, he actually did the first two Iron Man movies, I believe. He also directed uh, Elf and, well, wrote and directed, um, and also did a movie called Chef, which I reviewed a while back, which is a really great kind of an indie film, uh, kind of has an indie film type feel, but I would recommend that. Um, that was a really great movie. But, yeah, I love John Favreau, and also Taika Waititi, Waititi, Waki, Taika Waititi, I just say Waititi, I don't say Waititi usually, um, he directs an episode here, uh, I believe the final episode he directs, um, I don't know if that's the only one he does, but that's, that's what I saw, um, also, in this most recent episode, season two, episode two, I believe Peyton Reed directed that, which Peyton Reed actually directed both of the Ant-Man movies, um, which I thought that was pretty cool that there's a lot of Marvel people attached to this, um, and Taika Waititi obviously directed Thor Ragnarok, um, and I believe it's going to do Love and Thunder as well which is the next Thor movie. Um, he also did, what was it called? Jojo Rabbit. And then uh, Hunt for the Wildebeest, which I have not seen, but I heard good things. And also it has the kid from Deadpool 2. So I might need to check that out eventually. But <clears throat> yeah, love The Mandalorian. If you haven't watched it by now, I highly suggest it. It's worth subscribing to Disney Plus alone. Um the only downside is that it comes out weekly, but maybe that's a good thing. Makes me anticipate it more, I guess. But, like, I definitely like to binge stuff. It makes it easier for me to review. Um, but, yeah, I really do enjoy this show. Um, and I'm not just saying that. I think you guys should go check it out if you haven't already. Um... Yeah, so let's talk about season two a little bit here. Um, without spoiling it, so far, I've liked it, but not as much as last season. Like, I don't quite know where it's going yet. It kind of feels like it's just like, oh, look at all these side missions and stuff like that. I don't know. Maybe I'm just complaining too much. Maybe maybe I'm not seeing what I want to see right away. But I think that it's going to head in a good direction. I still have enjoyed the first two episodes. They just haven't been like, you know, haven't blown my mind really, I guess. Except for episode two. I quite enjoyed that one. So, yeah, definitely check out Mandalorian. Uh, if you haven't seen season one, or if you have seen season one, catch up with season two. Watch the first two episodes. Um, the second show I wanted to talk about was actually Shark Tank. Um, I've actually been watching a lot of that recently. I don't know why, I just really have been loving that show. I'm the kind of person that's actually loved reality TV for a long time. 
and still watch rea- reality TV unironically. Um, some of my favorite real- reality shows. Um, I really love No Reservations with Anthony Bourdain. I haven't watched a whole lot of it, but I've loved everything I've seen from it. And uh, I forget what his other show is called, but I've watched some of that as well. I like Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. I like a lot of the food shows, obviously. Chopped is great. Um, That's more of a game show, I feel like, but... Oh, what else? I'm kind of... I kind of like those, uh, like, house hunter shows and stuff. Like, people trying to find houses. I don't know why. It's like... It's just like... Eye candy, I guess. Or like, is that the word I'm looking for? It's just like junk, you know? You know, it's just like... You enjoy it, but it's not like quality content. I don't know, man. But I enjoy some good reality television. Um, but yeah. Shark Tank's a fun show. Especially if you... Uh, if you like business, or if you just like... You know... Products or something like that. People bringing forth ideas. Um, I think it's a fun show. I've been watching it for a while, but just recently kind of got back on the bandwagon. Um, let's talk about movies now. I'm going to start with On the Rocks. Um, On the Rocks came out this year. It's on Apple TV Plus. Uh, it was also in theaters, but I watched it on Apple TV. Um, and it stars Radisha Jones. I hope I'm saying that right. Radisha, Radisha, um, and Bill Murray, who plays her dad in the movie. And this movie is about a wife who has two children, I believe. Um, she's a writer who's kind of, you know, has a case of writer's block. And her husband is this businessman with a new company and, um, isn't home a lot, always working. She starts to suspect that he might be cheating and, uh, her dad basically convinces her that he definitely is and that they need to essentially stalk him and watch his every move and catch him in the act. Um, it, I feel like this movie wouldn't work if it wasn't Bill Murray. Um, Radisha Jones, I really did like in this movie, but I feel like her character could have been replaced by somebody else. But Bill Murray's character was just like... Uh, he The way he was able to convince people of anything, he just had a way with talking to people and convincing them of things and just like, you know winning them over immediately with his personality, which he basically is just Bill Murray in this movie, but also, like, there's definitely aspects aspects of the character that I don't really think Bill Murray acts like. But overall, I enjoyed this movie. It's not something I'm really gonna, like, go back to or remember over time, but it was a fun watch for Bill Murray. And I do like Radisha Jones. I think she's a good actress. So 
Uh, it's worth a watch if you have Apple TV Plus or whatever it is. Or if theaters are open near you and you just want to go watch something. Um, I'd recommend you check it out, maybe. Uh, it's not really like a rom-com. It's, it's hard to explain what it is. Because it's like... I don't know. A character... Uh, character piece, I guess. I don't know. Um... Let's talk about Borat. So, I watched the first Borat, which came out in 2006, uh, just recently. Uh, I had not seen it before, and I thought it was pretty funny. It kind of felt like a, um, a jackass movie a little bit in some places, just with, like, the uh, public pranks and stuff like that. Um, man, Sasha Baron, Sasha Baron Cohen is a wild guy. And this Borat character is just insane, and I love it. I love all his mannerisms and just, like, how offensive he is without even realizing it. And <clears throat> just, like, how he doesn't understand the culture and stuff like that. He's a really funny character, and I really do love him. Um, the only complaint I have about this movie is that it didn't quite have, like, full structure. It kind of just felt like... A series of, you know, scenarios and stuff. And Borat just being placed into them and doing crazy shit. Uh, there is a scene of him taking a shit in front of a Trump Tower, I think. Uh, like, right by the sign for it. That was pretty funny to see, like, knowing what, what you know, the future would bring. Um, the other complaint... I have, is that it's just, like, kind of raunchy for the sake of being raunchy. It's just, like, at a certain point, it's just, like, dude, I've seen this dick, this dude's dick too many times, and it started to lose me there, but then it ended, and I was like, okay, I can, I can live with that. It did make me laugh a lot. That movie was hilarious. Um, and then we got Borat 2, which is Borat's subsequent movie film, which came out this year. And is very popular right now. And a bunch of people are doing the Borat voice. Very nice. Or like, very nice. No, I'm not very good at it. <laughs> Everybody does it. And some people are good. And some people are bad. And I'm just the bad. Um, but yeah, this is straight to VOD. I don't think I saw it in theaters near me. That that rhymed. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I looked and I haven't seen it in theaters um being shown in any theaters so i think it's just a straight to vod no theaters or anything um and i heard that it's just like doing really well and making lots of money so that's good um i will say this about the second one it has a lot more structure than the first one it isn't quite as funny as the first one but it does have a better story. Um, it brings in... Uh, what's her name? Let me look at IMDb real quick. I might not be able to pronounce it because she is definitely foreign. And I think she has a quite... Uh, Maria Bak Baklova, I believe, if I'm saying that right, as Tutar who is Borat's daughter, and her character is 
fucking hilarious. She almost makes this movie, like, alone, just her presence. Um, but yeah, Borat and Tuta, they have a very great chemistry being father and daughter, like, at first, you know, you know, when he first is with her in the movie, it's him meeting her for the first time, um, which is kind of funny, but also, like, really depressing, um, and she lives in a barn, but, (laughs) yeah, over time, they build the bond, and, you know, it's, it's actually, like, really, kind of sentimental and heartwarming in the end. Um, everybody wants to talk about the Rudy Giuliani scene. When that came up for me, I was just like, I already, I had already heard so much about it. So I was just kind of like, yeah, that's kind of just what I hear. Um, but other than that, I actually really enjoyed this movie and I would definitely go back and watch both of these movies. So, um, highly recommend you go check them out. Uh, oh wait, no, Borat wasn't straight to VOD, was it? It might be on VOD? Eh, maybe not. No, because it's on, uh, Amazon Prime, uh, Prime Video. Sorry for that confusion there. Um, yeah, it's on Prime Video, so go watch both. Um, let's see here. Uh, so I had said before in the last episode that this month, I'm going to be watching more animated and, like, cartoon movies and stuff like that and TV shows. I started watching Invader Zim. I'm not going to review that yet until I'm done with it because there's really not that many episodes. I think only, like, 27 or something like that. Um, so, yeah, I'll end up talking about Invader Zim. Um, maybe Adventure Time, regular show, Amazing World of Gumball. And whatever else I find along the way, maybe. Um, But mostly, I'm going to be focusing on movies. Uh, I'm going to be watching all the Pixar movies. I'm going to be watching a lot of the, like, Disney Animation Studio movies. So, like, uh, like pretty much... Yeah, I'm going to try to watch all the, like, Disney Princess movies and stuff. I don't care. I'm going to do it because I do appreciate the... uh, the art of it, especially in like Snow White, because I believe that was the first movie of its kind like that, and definitely am looking forward to revisiting that and just seeing how it compares to how things are animated nowadays. Um, but yeah, I'm also gonna try to watch, you know, like Lion King and Aladdin and, uh, Cinderella, um, Beauty and the Beast, and Lady and the Tramp and all that. Um, if you haven't caught on by now, yes, I'm going to be watching the originals and then I'm going to be watching the live action remakes. Um, at first I said I was going to be doing a tier list of just the Pixar movies, but I'm actually going to be doing a tier list of the Pixar movies the Disney Animation Studio movies, and the Disney live-action remake movies. So, yeah, that's that's going to be a lot, but I think it's going to be fun. And, um, yeah, towards the end of the, end of the month, I'm going to have my friend Jacob on to talk about all of that and more. Um, do my tier list and all that. 
Um, and I'm also going to be having two guests on this month. John Humphrey from the channel uh, The Real Rejects, who I actually had uh, Greg Alba on back in June. He's also on The Real Rejects with John. Um, and I'm also going to be having a couple guys from a podcast called Backyard Bullspitting. Is that what it is? Let me check. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. Yep. Backyard bull spitting. Uh, so, yeah. Gonna end up having them on. I forgot exactly what date it was. Um, but a couple weeks from now. Um, so, yeah. You'll have that to look forward to. Um, and yeah, just be re reviewing a bunch of Disney movies and stuff like that. I'm going to be watching, um, the How to Train Your Dragon films as well. Maybe the first Kung Fu Panda or something like that. I'm going to be doing more than just Disney. I'm going to go outside of that, um, Iron Giant and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, is that everything I wanted to cover? Pretty sure. Okay, now I have more movies to talk about. I just wanted to get all that out of the way. Um, so the first movie I'm going to talk about with the second batch of movies, um, and these are all Disney movies, by the way, uh, A Bug's Life, which is a Pixar movie. Um, and I believe this came out in 97? Yeah. Bug's Life came out in 1997, um, it was after Toy Story, so this wasn't the first Pixar film, um, that was actually Toy Story, but, yeah, the Bugs, A Bug's Life is a pretty fun film, um, you have the main character, Flick, who is an ant, and lives in this, uh, ant colony, um, and basically he's kind of like the screw-up of the colony, uh, but he is sent to find heroes to save the colony from the evil cockroaches. I believe they're cockroaches, right? believe so. Probably. Okay. Um, yeah, like the head cockroach is played by uh, Kevin Spacey. So, yeah, there's that for you. Um, but, yeah, this movie's all right. It's definitely not my favorite. Um, the animation doesn't quite hold up, especially in the raining scene. It was just really not great, but I try not to judge movies too much on that, but the story is kind of meh. Um, it's a fun movie, but it's definitely not one of my favorite Pixar movies. It's definitely not one of my favorite Disney movies in general. Um, next up, 1995, we got the first Toy Story, which is the first Pixar movie. The animation... I feel is actually better than Bugs Life just a little bit. Um, and it's about a toy named Woody who uh, lives with his owner, Andy, who's a kid. And Woody is a toy cowboy. And there's also Buzz Lightyear, who's a space uh, toy, or like a spaceman toy. You got Rex, who's obviously a dinosaur. 
um, Mr. Potato Head, which obviously, um, Slinky, who is a dog Slinky combo, <laughs> um, Bo Peep, who's got her sheep, <laughs> she's like a glass light kind of thing, I think she's like a night light or something, um, I'm not forgetting anybody, like, major, I don't think so, you also got the army men, but yeah, basically the premise of it is toys come to life when the kid leaves the room, or like when people aren't around, um, and Buzz Lightyear is the new toy in town, and Woody is jealous, and yeah, also Buzz doesn't know he's a toy, <laughs> he thinks he's a real space ranger, it's a great movie. Um, if you haven't seen it before, what the fuck are you doing wrong? Go watch it. <laughs> um, but I will say, I think, and this isn't common for sequels, I think Toy Story 2, which came out in 1999, was actually better than the original. Um, this movie brings in the characters of Bullseye and Jesse and also um, Prospector Pete. This movie, I always remember really loving. It's super emotional with the story of Jessie being, you know, given away by her owner, just, like, left behind. Um, but, yeah, other than that, like, I just love the scene where they're in the toy store. I always thought, like, that that part of the movie was really fun. Um but, yeah, Toy Story 2. It's a great movie. Then we got Toy Story 3, which came out in 2011. And this movie is about Andy being all grown up and the toys having to face the facts that they're not going to be played with anymore. So they end up at Sunnyside, which is a daycare. Um, and, yeah, basically Woody's whole thing is that oh, well, we got to stay here for Woody, or we got to stay here for Andy when he needs us and, like, in the attic and all that. But they're like, oh, no, we should stay here because we'll actually get played with. So that's the whole dilemma there. And it also brings in the character of Bonnie, who's a kid whose mom works at the daycare, and she ends up with Woody at one point. And um, long story short, she ends up with all the toys in the end. Um Spoiler alert, but come on, it's a movie. It's a kid's movie. Um, <laughs> but yeah, then we got Toy Story 4, which came out in 2019, which I actually saw for my birthday, I think. Um, the animation here is amazing. Best animation from Pixar yet. Um, and it really does wrap it up pretty nicely, although I just kind of like the third one's ending a little bit more. Um, this one brings back Bo Peep. She was gone for the third one, but was back in the fourth one. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a great movie. Um, toys go on a road trip. Well, the family goes on the road trip and brings the toys. Um, and also it introduces Forky, who is a fork with googly eyes, uh, some pipe cleaners for arms and popsicle sticks for feet. And <laughs> he is actually hilarious as a character. I love his character so much. 
And he almost makes this movie better than the third one for me, but just doesn't quite do it because I feel like the emotional punch at the end of three was just better. Um, and I thought it was a better uh, ending, I guess, like for the for the franchise. But yeah, this movie was great. And I would definitely recommend you watch all four of them. Next, I'm going to talk about Hercules from 1997. Now, this is not a Pixar movie. This is from Walt Disney Animation Studios. Um, and this movie has Danny DeVito in it as a satyr. <laughs> um, but yeah, this movie is really entertaining, actually. Um, I really love the character of Hercules and also the character of Meg. Um, Hades is a pretty fun character as well. Um Lots of fun characters overall. I've always been kind of interested in Greek mythology and stuff. I really enjoyed the Percy Jackson books and the movies back when I was a kid. So I always kind of had a fascination with Greek mythology. So that alone is why I quite enjoyed this movie. But at the same time, it kind of fell flat with some of the animation. Didn't quite hold up. Again, try not to judge movies on that, but it's kind of hard not to. So, um... Also, just, like, part of the story, I don't know. It didn't have me fully, but it almost had me. Um, next, Lilo and Stitch, which came out in 2002. Uh, this may or may not be my favorite Disney movie out of, like, Disney, Pixar, everything. I love this movie so much. I grew up loving this movie. Stitch was always one of my favorite characters. I love the Hawaiian... Um, themes in this movie and just like the culture and using all the music i think it's beautiful i think the way they made it just like the kind of like the animation and stuff like that i think they made that look really beautiful too um lilo's a great character uh and lilo and stitch obviously have a great chemistry and yeah, it's a really fun movie. If you haven't watched it, I really do suggest it. Um, I think you'll fall in love with it just like I have. Definitely one of my favorites. Um, I'm definitely not going to watch any of the Stitch, you know, uh, sequels or spinoffs or anything like that for the tier list. So just saying right now. Um, yeah, and the last movie I have to talk about today is Big Hero 6. Uh, this movie came out in 2014, and ever since I watched it the first time in the theater, I've loved this movie. This movie is based on a comic, I believe. Um, I don't think it's a Marvel comic. I think it's like a third... Not like third party or like a bootleg or anything. It's like... Or not bootleg. I don't know what I'm talking about. It's not Marvel, it's not DC, it's its own thing or whatever. But um, Stan Lee does make a cameo in the end. Spoiler alert if you never watched it, but also keep an eye out for that. Because um, it's after the credits, I believe. But yeah, this movie's a great, uh, a great time for sure. I love the character of Baymax. Hero is a great character. I love the character of Fred. He's hilarious. Played by TJ Miller. Um... Hero is actually voiced by Ryan Potter, who plays Beast Boy, basically, in 
the Titan show, the live action one, but I don't think he's called Beast Boy in that. Um, but yeah, I like him. I think he's a good actor and definitely a good voice actor too for Hero. Um, all around, I just love the humor of this movie. Baymax really steals the show for sure, even though Hero is pretty much the, yeah, he is the main character. Um, but yeah, he's this young prodigy who graduated when he was like 14 or something like that, or 13, um, and is into bot fighting, um, and then his brother gets him into wanting to go to this college where he can have his own lab and do experiments and stuff like that, um, and then, I don't know if I want to spoil this or not. Yeah, I'm not going to spoil it. Because if you haven't watched it, I definitely want you to. Because not a lot of people have watched this, I feel like. Eh, maybe. They, I feel like a lot of people watched it. But there's still a lot of people that probably haven't. Um, and I really do want people to watch this. But basically, something ends up happening. Um, and... Hero and Baymax... Along with Fred, Wasabi, Gogo, and Honey Lemon, all from the college. Um, they all become superheroes and try to fight this bad guy. Um, so yeah, it, it sounds a little out there when I explain it like that. But with the context, it it's so much better. Um, I highly recommend you check out Big Hero 6 if you've never seen it. It's such a great movie. Definitely one of my favorites, but doesn't pass Little and Stitch for me, to be honest. Um, but yeah, that's the end of the episode. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, my my Instagram is pop underscore culture underscore podcast. My Facebook is at pop culture podcast sh. Um, and also in the link in the bio of my Instagram, uh, you can go to my website where there's a merch link to the merch store where else to listen to this and how to get into con ugh, fuck and how to get into contact with me um yeah again thank you guys for listening i'll see you next week uh yeah and enjoy the rest of the election i guess <laughs>